Hey, welcome to the Living the Dream podcast. This is your host, Timmy Douglas, and the goal of this podcast is to create a community that inspires action, accountability, celebrates progress, and helps people make the right connections to take that next step towards their dreams and goals. If you're looking for any one-on-one coaching to pinpoint your purpose and start taking steps in that direction, make sure to contact me on my website, workwithtimmydouglas.com, or on social media. On that note, let's get into the show. All right, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Living the Dream podcast. Today on the show, we have Marissa Honig, who is a software developer, host of the Blossoming Technologist podcast, and a writer. Marissa, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you, Tim? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. And we like to jump right in. So if you could start with telling us a little bit more about yourself and what you like to do for fun, that'd be great. Awesome. I always love to jump right in on my podcast too. Um, Yeah. So as you said, I'm a software developer. I work at a company called ThoughtWorks. Um, I've been there for about three years now and um, have become a senior developer and played the tech lead role and done a ton of stuff with leadership that I really enjoy. Um, On the side, of course, I host my own podcast, Blossoming Technologist for young professionals in tech. And I really love that. I mean, as you know, like interviewing people is so much fun. Um, You get to hear from all different walks of life and how things are going and really teach your audience about different people and lessons, whatnot. Um, So I love doing that. And then I also write on medium.com, which I think people are fairly familiar with, but a lot of people don't know you can make money from it. So I actually make some money from writing on there and often write about software and the tech industry too. Um, Outside of all of that, um, I love to read. I love traveling. I've been to like 17 countries or something, obviously haven't traveled too much recently because of the pandemic. Um, And then I also love hiking and have recently gotten into climbing, which is real fun. Are you doing uh, free solo stuff? Oh my gosh, no way. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I only do indoor climbing and I, um, if if there's any climbers out there, I do um, top rope, which is where you have the rope hanging from the ceiling and someone is belaying you and you're constantly being held up by something. Um, I could not do it without a rope. I don't even like bouldering, which a lot of people enjoy. Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm I'm right there with you. I can do like the things that go like six feet off the ground, seven feet off the ground, but even when it gets up to like 10 feet, which I know some people do, I'm like, nah, I'm out. Yeah. It's scary. (laughs) It is. It is for sure. Well, awesome. Tell us a little bit more about your motivation in life. What gets you up and keeps you going every day? Yeah. Um, I mean, I think the big thing is just like making a, uh, a good impact on the world, like making the world a better place. Um, that probably stems from just like my, my childhood of being like a Girl Scout and then doing a lot of community service. And even now I still do community service and whatnot and just love making a difference in people's lives. Um, and so that kind of turns into now with my podcast, I'm trying to, you know, help people get into the tech industry. And so that's like, um, I've kind of niched down into software and tech to help people in a way that I've experienced before. So using my experience to then like impact the world and make it a better place. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And so tell us a little bit more about the podcast. What is like the format of the show? Are you having a lot of guests on? Like, tell us about it. Yeah. Um, I started it back in November of 2020. 
yeah, making sure that was true. November, 2020, um, I wanted to create something that would have helped me when I was in college. Um, when I was in college, I studied computer science and I definitely felt like software engineering was like the only career you could do as a computer scientist because no one really told me what those other careers were. And I wanted to make sure that others who are on that same journey know that actually there's like dozens, if not hundreds, if not thousands of different careers in tech that you can learn about and you might be a good fit for. Um, so I think a lot of people, you know, maybe do computer science or do a boot camp or whatever, and then think that they can't be in tech because they're not good enough or whatever. Um, so I'm kind of here to say like, hey, actually, like, software engineering is not your thing. What about product management? What about project management? What about becoming a designer? Like there's so many careers out there that people can pursue. Um, and so the mission is kind of to interview other young professionals in tech, because I think it's really powerful to learn from people who are just a couple years ahead of you. And so it's like, who am I 25 year old software developer to be like, hey, this is what you can do. But I think that's actually extremely powerful for someone in college to be like, oh man, like Marissa is only three years out of college and she knows all this stuff and she can connect me to these people. Um, so that's the goal there. I try to like do the best I can. Um, it is an interview format um, for almost every episode. And I say that because I've had a couple solo episodes where I'm like introducing the season or um, wrapping up the season or just like talking about something in my career. Like the most recent episode that went live was something about um, lessons from being a tech lead because I recently played that role. And so um, sometimes there are solo episodes and I'm kind of experimenting with that and trying out different things. Um, but for the most part, they are interviews. Yeah. And super fun. <laughs> There we go. There we go. So is your target audience really college students or is it also maybe people who are 35 trying to make a career swap into tech? So it's a super interesting question because I think uh, starting the podcast, I was like, okay, young professionals. So people in college and people like, I don't know, max of like five years out of college, maybe 10 years out of college. That's like pushing it. Um, but I've actually gotten a big response from people who are, you know, in their fifties or something and, um, maybe know me personally. Um, there's actually one person I know who I think is in his like sixties or seventies and knows me. And he's like, Oh yeah, I listen to your podcast. I don't know anything about tech, but I love it. I learned so much, um, which I think is really cool. So, um, over time, it definitely changes a little bit where I'm not necessarily just aiming at, you know, college students, I am aiming mostly at young professionals, but you know, anyone in the tech industry can really benefit. And every now and then there's people outside of tech who really enjoy it too. There we go. I love it. I love it. Well, tell us a bit more Thanks. about your dreams. Actually, I want to jump into writing on medium first. I didn't know you could get paid to do it. So tell us about that process and how you become a writer and all that. Right. Okay. I had no idea either. Like, I think I was a member of medium way before I knew you could get paid for it. Um, so basically there's this thing called the medium partner program. If you Google it, it will pop up. Um, you 
basically uh, sign up. You technically don't even have to be a member of Medium, like a paying member of Medium, um, which is $5 a month if you're curious. Um, but to be in the partner program, you just sign up. You do have to put in like tax information and stuff, because if you do make enough money, you will get taxed for it, um, which is of course unfortunate, but that's the gig of making money. Um, but, uh, basically what happens is, uh, medium does have a paywall. And so anyone who is a paying member of medium, the amount of time that I spend reading an article, a percentage of my monthly membership fee will go to the writer that I read their article of. So if I write an article, um, that's like, I don't know, let's say it's five minutes long and you're a new member of medium. And that is the only article you read all month. Um, supposedly I should get your full $5 for reading my article. And so based on like how many people read your article, you make more money. Um, so I had one article recently, the one about being a tech lead that made like $150 over the course of like a month or so, which is like insane. Like what? <laughs> it's just like a six minute article to read. Um, and you can make money off of it. And I get reads every day. And so I have articles from a couple months ago that still make me money every day. Yeah. That is really cool. Crazy stuff. It's a good, good thing to look into if you're interested in writing. Yeah. That, that's a great side hustle. That's a fantastic side hustle. And would you yeah. say you kind of need to have that kind of industry expertise or is there just about everything on medium to write about? Um, there's just about everything on medium. Um, I would say it does take some time to make money like that. You know, um, being in the tech industry, a lot of people in tech are on medium. And so I think it's almost a little bit easier to make more money because of that. Um, but I know people who write, you know, self-development articles or articles about life in general. And if it goes viral, then you'll make a lot of money. Um, you do kind of need to figure out like how to write articles in a good format for medium. Like there is kind of an art to it. And if you study enough writers, you'll kind of learn that. Um, I actually took a course and that's how I kind of learned how to write on medium and it actually paid for itself at this point. Um, but yeah, so you kind of just need to like figure out how to write for it and not get demotivated if things don't blow up right away because it takes you know takes time to establish yourself and get there yeah yeah for sure I got you I got you well awesome let's jump into your dreams and goals tell us about your vision for your podcast your career and just your life yeah um this is I know this is like the big question of your podcast <laughs> um but I was like oh man I have so many dreams um so <laughs> I guess the big one of the, the, like my podcast is, you know, helping others get into tech. And I do kind of do the, a lot of that in my writing too, where I'm like, you know what, like, it doesn't have to be such a black box. It doesn't, there doesn't have to be gatekeepers to the tech industry because I truly believe anyone can do tech. It's just a matter of what do you do? Not everyone can be a software engineer. That's fair. But there are so many different roles that people can do. And so part of my mission these days is, you know, I kind of said it, making sure that people understand the different roles and know that they can succeed and giving them those steps to get there. Um, other like well, I guess not minor dreams, but other dreams of mine. Um, I want to become an author one day. Um, and I also want to become a CTO. So those are like up there. And I feel like 
my first dream of kind of helping others get into tech is a little bit of a stepping stone where I'm like establishing myself in the podcasting tech industry writing. Um, eventually with my writing, I want to publish a book and then leveling up in my career and helping others in their career eventually become a CTO. So that's like long-term goals. <laughs> I love it. I, um, I recently interviewed somebody who is a fractional CTO. So I guess they have like CTO responsibilities in a couple of companies and they're like kind of living a digital nomad life. And uh, he was on the podcast recently. If that is a connection that you want me to make, I'm sure he, I can't speak for him, but he might be interested in coming on your podcast since it's specifically about tech. I mean, he came on mine. It's just about dreams and goals. So yeah. Oh, that's super cool. I'm going to follow up with you after this. For, for sure. sure. Sounds good. Sounds good. And what type of book do you want to write someday? Oh my gosh. It has changed. I've wanted to write a book since I was a kid. So when I was a kid, um, I had dreams of writing children's books and I had like, oh, I have so many children's book stories in my head. Um, so that might still happen one day, um, especially as like a side thing to do. Um, but the, the main idea of a book right now is something about like my journey in tech, but not being so focused on myself being something that others can really utilize for their own journey. So that's kind of still ruminating in my head right now, trying to figure that out and see how I can like, you know, relate things in life to being a technologist and how you kind of get there. So We'll see what happens with there with that. Um, and I'm sure there's other things I could write about. Um, I've always loved writing. So hopefully more than one book comes out of me. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. When can we expect that book? I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've definitely had goals like in past years where I was like, okay, this is the year I start the book. Um, I do have a Google Doc going of a general idea of this book, but my my first goal, which is kind of like a, like a principle of digital writing, uh, which I've learned in other courses that I've taken is to kind of, um, publish in public, like work in public where you write and you publish almost every day and you test out your ideas and you see what sticks, what people actually like. And so I've been doing that a bit on Twitter and with medium just to see like, okay, I have this I have this great idea, maybe let me try it out, see if people like it. And then sometimes it totally tanks. Uh, sometimes it does fantastic. Or I have an idea that I think is a bad idea and people absolutely love it. And so that's kind of what I've been trying. And so I'm doing more of like digital writing right now. And then based on the ideas that kind of stick and what resonates with people, that's probably what will end up in a book one day. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Sounds good. I think I recently listened to Ryan Holiday's book on growth hacking. And I've heard of that. Yeah. He talks a lot about that kind of minimum viable product with book publishing. So it's definitely, definitely the right thing to do, right way to go about it. Just yeah. curious, do you think your podcast will accelerate your journey towards CTO? Well, that's a good question. Um, I don't know if I fully thought that it would actually be a direct line to that. Um, 
I think it could help for sure. I think it gets my name out there. And while I am like super happy at my company right now, of course, like there are opportunities out there and who knows one day, maybe I'll change companies and find something where I can step into that CTO position. Um, but I don't know right now it's kind of just like a a shot in the dark and trying to help people and we'll see what comes out of it. (laughs) What does it take to become a CTO? a good question. Um, I definitely need to do more research, but some of it is knowing the business side of things. So currently I don't know much of the business side of things. I'm trying to, um, kind of focus on the other part of CTO, which is more of the technical side. Um, so you kind of have to have a good foundation on tech, um, which is why right now, you know, I'm a software engineer trying to learn that side and make sure I have that foundation and can, make technical decisions from that high level eventually. And then a CTO is also involved in business meetings, involved in making decisions for an entire company. Um, So I think there's like a range of things a CTO can do. And it also depends on the company, but um, really that combination of business and tech. There we go. I love it. Well, if there were one or two people that you could meet right now, and this could be a specific person or a type of person, and they'd really help you take the next step towards becoming that author and being a CTO, who would they be and how would they do it? Yeah. Um, I don't think I have specific people because I think, um, one of the things is people who are just a couple years ahead of me, you know, like if there are, um, I've looked at lists of like, for example, women CTOs and uh, seeing some who are pretty young. And that's what I resonate with. So I would love to learn from people who are just a few years ahead of me and can kind of bring those lessons or have a similar background to me. Um, And then, yeah, I guess, of course, CTOs in general, um, I've thought about, you know, once my podcast gets better, trying to interview more CTOs and, you know, put my my, uh, foot out there and try to see like, what that role is really like. Cause I don't know. I have talked to a couple CTOs before, not on the podcast, but, um, I haven't really gone in depth on like, okay, what is that day-to-day like? Do you actually like it? Should I actually get into this? Um, this is all kind of a pipe dream. Um, and then in terms of being an author, I think I already have some connections I've been building in terms of, you know, these courses I've been taking and, having a big writer's communities. And I think those are kind of the people I want to continue working with and reach out to more. And so as I continue writing to get their feedback and get their advice more often. There we go. There we go. And what are the most important one or two things that everyday people can do to really help you accomplish your dreams and goals? Yeah. Um, I think in terms of like the original goal for the podcast of um, learning about the tech industry. I think people need to be, you know, open to learning new things um, since the audience is kind of people who are thinking about tech or people who um, are in the tech industry already. I think everyday people can be open to trying out technology like it is the future. Um, So just having an open mind, Um, I guess in terms of, being an author, people can share my writing or read my writing and give feedback. That would be wonderful. Um, And then in terms of CTO, 
if you know CTOs, send them my way, like you're doing, um, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and I think it's a lot of just me learning and then reaching out to people over time. Gotcha. I love it. I love it. Well, now we're going to jump into our thriving three. And our first question is what's your favorite book, movie, or podcast? Pick one. All right. I don't think I'm allowed to say podcast because that's obviously going to be my own. Actually, I mean, I don't listen to my own podcast that often because I have to edit it, you know, and so you already listen to it a lot. Um, So my favorite book is Atomic Habits by James Clear, um, which is just like fantastic book. I read it twice already and I don't usually read books twice. Like I love reading, but once is usually enough for me. Um, But it's such a good book for figuring out like what habits can really elevate your life and how to actually put that into action. And so reading Atomic Habits actually led to me starting a writing habit. And that's how I got into writing all the time and started writing on Medium and all that. So it kind of spiraled into this whole thing. And I think it also played a part in starting my podcast even. So that book has really influenced my life a lot. That is a fantastic book. Like, right. it, it should be read every year by everybody across the I know. Board. Like, yeah. It's so good. Um, awesome. I love it. James Clear, great author. And even how it just transformed his life, like the, oh, it's such a good book. <laughs> yeah. Are you subscribed to his email list, by the way? I'm not. I think I used to be, but I don't think I get his emails anymore. Okay. Well, his email list is my favorite one that I'm subscribed to. Like usually I hate emails, you know, but like his email list, it's on Thursdays. It's called, I think it's called three, two, one. And it's, uh, oh, I'm going to butcher this so badly, but it's like three things that I said that I James clear said two things that other people said, and one question to think about. I think that was right. Actually props to me. Um, but it's really cool. Cause he lists out like lessons that he said over time and different quotes that people have said to think about. Um, and then like a question to just reflect on. Um, and then he usually puts like a PS at the end. That's like a link to a funny tweet or a funny TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Um, it's, it's a really good newsletter that I highly recommend. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it is a good newsletter. I actually remember. So this thing that's in my background left with love connected by choice. It's my idea for like nonprofit moving forward. And yeah, in college, I was trying to jump right into the nonprofit world, but I needed a way to live. So I tried to kind of get a newsletter, start generating traffic for my uh, website. Long story short, that failed because I did not have the right information, but <laughs> um, I modeled it after his newsletter because I liked it so much. Yeah, oh I think man. I did, I did like two, 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 I think. And I forget what the twos were, but same same concept it's catchy and i'm sure like i think when newsletters have less information it's almost more impactful like those are the newsletters i like the most when it's like straight to the point here's two things you need to know cool i love it i'll keep subscribing (laughs) (laughs) absolutely absolutely well what is one way you like to take care of yourself yeah um one thing recently, and I think this only started during the pandemic, because I used to I used to hate 
breakfast. I used to never know what to eat for breakfast because I never used to be a breakfast food person. Ever since the pandemic, I've made myself like really nice breakfasts every morning. Like whether it's like, you know, scrambled eggs and avocado toast or like a nice omelet or a breakfast burrito or whatever. So I always try to make myself a really nice breakfast because I, I know I need food in the morning and um, it's a really good way to start the day and like make something for yourself. So that, that's what I do. <laughs> I love it. Breakfast, it's breakfast food is so good to me. The only thing that's better than breakfast food is like just a really good cut of meat, which I know is now a pretty controversial thing, but <laughs> I love meat. <laughs> so, like, a, like a hierarchy of things. You're like, <laughs> cut of meat is number one, number two, anything breakfast. <laughs> yeah. yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I love that you do that. I have my consistent six eggs and a smoothie every morning for breakfast. So I'm right there with you with having a good meal. Pretty Um, good. (laughs) What is one action step that you can take right now or continue to take if you're already doing it to meet that CTO that you want to meet or, um, you know, just work your way towards author? Yeah. Um, honestly, I think it's a matter of just writing every day. Writing is really where I think the best and can understand what, what's going on in my brain every day. And then also if I'm, you know, publishing that writing every day, then it can reach an audience and who knows, maybe it reaches that CTO or shows for a writer or some company really loves it. Um, I think that's really my way to distinguish myself in the industry and get myself out there. Yeah. So do you publish every day? So usually no, uh, right now in March, um, I am doing something called ship 30 for 30, which I don't know if you're on Twitter, but on Twitter, it's a big thing. If you see like little pictures of essays all the time, which I see now because I'm in the program, but it's this really cool course by, Uh, Dickie Bush and Nicholas Cole, and they are both digital writers. And the challenge basically is to write an atomic essay, back to Atomic Habits, an atomic essay every single day for 30 days. And so I did this back in August, September of 2021. And then I was like, you know what, we're going to do it again. I've been out of my writing habit. Let's, let's try it. So for the last, like, I think we're on day 10 now, um, every day I've been writing an atomic essay, which is only like 250 words. It's not too bad, but you have to really get a concise idea out and you have to ship it every day. So you ship 30 essays for 30 days. Um, so it's a really cool program and they have, it's a whole course and everything. They teach you how to do digital writing, how to do headlines, all of that good stuff. And yeah, it's just a really cool community to be in. And I wanted to get back into it again. I love it. Do they run that like every 30 days or is it like once a year, twice a year? Um, it's not every 30 days. There's usually some like buffer time in between, but I think at this point they're doing like six cohorts a year. It's like insane how many people have done this program and it only started at the end of 2020 but there's like thousands of people who have done this program at this point and um yeah it's super cool there's some people who do the 30 days and they keep going so there's people who've literally been writing every day for a year with this program 
and you see them on Twitter and they've got a huge following and they know their niche and yeah, they're just doing great. And it's like, oh my goodness, how, how on earth do you do that? (laughs) Yeah. That is one thing that has definitely, um, I've just learned about life and I'm still, I'm a really young guy, 22, (laughs) but I've just, consistency is key. (laughs) Like another good book right along with Atomic Habits is The Compound Effect. And oh my gosh, it's just like, just do like one thing consistently for like five years, 10 years, and then you're world-class at that thing. You got really good at it. And if it's something that attracts attention, you have a huge following. And it's like, it's like a cheat code to success. But it's like, it's the hardest cheat code that is ever a cheat code. <laughs> that makes sense. Because it's very simple, but very, very difficult. Oh my gosh, totally. Um, another book in this genre that if you if you haven't read, you should. It's called So Good They Can't Ignore You by Cal Newport. Have you read that one? I read his other book, Deep Work. I've not read the So Good They Can't Ignore You. Okay. Love So Good They Can't Ignore You because it's all about... Um, passion and people are like, Oh, what are you passionate about? Which is one of the worst questions I think you can ask someone just because passion has this like almost authority as a word to be like an all knowing thing that you just know. And it's your passion for life. Um, but passion takes a lot to get there. Like you have to do hard work to get there. And so that thing that you were just mentioning where it's like, doing consistent stuff over time, you eventually realize like, oh, actually this is my passion because I've been working at this for so long. And I, I actually really love it. I love all the nuances, all that. Um, another good book to add to your list. (laughs) Yes. Yes. So good. They can't ignore you. I love it. Um, but yeah, no, that's awesome. That I love that challenge. I love the idea that people have been writing every day since. And I just, man, the power of consistency, it just continues to blow my mind. And even going daily with this podcast, you know, I thought it was going to kick in sooner. Like it's already like started to like uh, the audience has started to compound a little bit, but I thought it was going to blow up a lot sooner. But then I'm like, I've only been going daily for like three-ish months, three and a half months. And I'm like, imagine going daily for like five years. Then I'm like, imagine going daily for 15 years. I'm like, oh my gosh, this thing would be humongous. And I'd be like 37, still so young with like this humongous podcast. You know, it's like, it's just amazing. Consistency is like, I love it. (laughs) That's good that you're thinking of that, you know, because I think it's easy, um, especially I felt in podcasting to lose momentum and lose enthusiasm for the craft. Um, But if you're thinking, you know what, like daily, it's going to eventually pay off. We're going to, it's going to pay off consistency. Like that is great. Like keep that mindset. Cause I've definitely had moments where I've taken breaks in my podcasting just cause I'm like, Oh man, recording or editing is so much. And I just couldn't, you know, keep myself going, but then you kind of, you hop into it eventually and you're like, Oh yes, I love this. I love different parts of the process. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. And <laughs> it's actually funny. Um, one, I like, I really try to minimize editing on this podcast. Like we had a little slip up earlier. I'll cut stuff. That's like a 15 second pause out. But outside of that, man, I, I really don't edit. And I think the key to consistency is like being honest with yourself and being honest with yourself about like, okay, what can I actually consistently do? Which is something James Clear talks about. He's like, don't like, if you don't have a gym habit, don't, flat out say you're going to go to the gym for an hour and a half, seven days a week, because you will fail. 
Like you're not going to go from zero times ever to seven days a week for an hour and a half. Like go to the gym every day for one minute. And then like, cause you're trying to become a person who goes to the gym. Great book. Again, you need to read it. If you haven't read it guys who are listening, <laughs> but um, yeah, I just love it. Yeah. I love it. Anyway. You record every day. I don't. Re- so I was recording every day except for Saturday, but now I batch my recordings. So I go two recordings on Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So that's six a week. And then I try to do a um, just me talking to my audience. I try to. I'm supposed to record four of those a week, but I've been inconsistent with that, and so I really try to get one to two in a week. Because um, a couple months back, I went really hard, and I was recording eighteen. I had 18 podcast slots open per week. And so I'd be doing three a day, six days a week to get up, to get like a kind of bank. So now I'm like, you know, a good 75, 90 episodes out. So if I ever need to take a break, like for a week or two, I can, and I can jump back on and still have a good 50 runway and then build it back up. I'm so impressed. (laughs) Um, There's actually one other cohort class that's kind of going on right now. And I think the data sign up ends today or tomorrow. Um, Esprit Devora is a really popular podcaster in the tech industry. She hosts the Women in Tech podcast. And she is hosting a 30 podcast in 30 days cohort right now. And she's talking about the same thing, probably how to batch and how to, you know, make sure you're staying consistent and doing a podcast every day. So I know that's going on in the Twitter sphere right now. Oh, that's, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. You can check it out. I think it's like super cheap to sign up to. Yeah. I might have to check it out. I might have to. Um, Awesome. Well, we have one last question for you. It's going to require a bit of pretext. So you know how there are people on the planet that have that really fixed mindset. They're not willing to accept help. They're not willing to accept change. Sometimes they'll live their whole life like that. And sometimes they'll die like that, unfortunately. Other times they make that switch at some point in their life to more of a growth mindset, willing to accept help and willing to accept change. In your opinion, what is the catalyst that causes that switch? Ooh, what a good question. I think it is um, self-reflection. I think that I probably, I think used to have more of a fixed mindset. Like I think I had elements of a growth mindset, but wasn't fully, you know, locked in there. And a lot of what helped me grow and change my thinking was doing a lot of self-reflection. For me, that comes in the form of writing. For others, maybe it's you know, talking to yourself in a mirror, talking to a friend, um, doing things you love and I don't know, staring off into space, whatever it might be. Um, there's a lot of power in really thinking about who are you as a human and what is your purpose? Because eventually you realize like this, this right here is the only life I ever get. There's, there's no do-overs. I'm not a movie. Like there's nothing else. And so you kind of come to terms with that and realize that you have to take action. If you ever want to meet those dreams that we talked about and goals that you have in mind, because you're not going to reach them by just, you know, maybe sitting on your couch every day or whatever. If you're not actively trying to reach them, no one else is going to reach them for you, you know? Um, so I think it is self-reflection to really get to that growth mindset level. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I agree. I love that answer too. It's a, 
it's always kind of the undertones of the answer. Like a lot of people say rock bottom or an inspiring story, but I'm like, all of these things really put us face to face with ourselves and like make us reevaluate the story we tell ourselves, our life, et cetera. So I love that. Thank you. Awesome. Well, Marissa, is there anything else that you want to chat about before we sign off? Um, I think that's it. I love what you're doing here and asking people about their dreams and goals is amazing. And I truly commend you on publishing every day. That is incredible. And so I'm really excited to continue tuning into your podcast. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And Marissa, thank you for coming on the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. Absolutely. And if you guys are listening to this and you loved what Marissa had to say, you loved her dreams and goals, and you happen to know some CTOs, make sure to make the introduction. Also, make sure to tune into her podcast and her writing on medium.com. All the links will be in the show notes. As we always ask, send this podcast to one to three people you know need to hear this message. Shoot us a five-star review on iTunes and we're out. Guys, thanks for listening. Make sure to reach out to our guests and help them accomplish their dreams and goals if you resonated with them. If you're looking for any intentional masterminds or one-on-one coaching to accomplish your dreams and goals, make sure to check out the website, workwithtimmydouglas.com and contact me either there or on social media. That's all I got. Have a blessed day.